When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, these are master manipulators. They have this conspiracy going all across America to try and convince people that in democratic states they're not as safe. Well, guess what? They're also not only election deniers, they're data deniers. The data shows that shootings and murders are down in our state by 15%, even in New York City, down 20% on Long Island, where Lee Zeldin comes from. Yeah, that's your governor, Kathy Hochul, mentioning my friend Lee Zeldin. I kind of feel like Will Smith at the Academy Awards. Keep my friend's name out of your mouth. I don't even want to hear her say Lee Zeldin's name. So she should take a look, uh, Kathy Hochul, after those lying comments on Al Sharpton's show. At the cover of today's New York Post, new bail outrage, mother of woman killed by monster X blast governor. Hokel failed Kira, and there's a picture of a lovely young girl, African-American, who was murdered by her boyfriend. Another mark, another blemish on the record of Kathy Hokel. With that said, here he is, fresh off a thousand rallies and the Sean Hannity show last night. My friend and the next governor here in New York, Lee Zeldin. Uh, Lee, good morning, pal. How are you? Hey, good morning, Sid. Doing great. Uh, you are doing great. Hannity, great last night. Staten Island, great yesterday. Westchester, great Monday. Saturday, great. DeSantis in town. Yunkin in town. I mean, it's got to feel really goodly to have all these high-profile governors from around the country come to this city, this state, and say, we want Lee Zeldin to win that race. It has to feel really good, yes? Well, we have all the momentum. We have all the energy. We have the issues on our side. The turnout at our rallies has been fantastic i mean people are coming out strong that uh, a saturday night rally that we started uh planning i guess about a day prior it was the morning before ended up with over seven thousand rsvps wow. we only started planning it the morning before uh the, the turnout all across the state and we're going to be hitting it hard i know this weekend we have nine rallies we have rallies today tomorrow uh, and we just need everyone to show up this is this race couldn't possibly be any closer. You know, forget about everyone else's polls telling you, you know, whatever they're trying to, to spin. I saw, you know, sometimes they'll try to, you know, say that, uh, you know, we're down outside the margin of error. Give me a break, okay? <laughs> and you, you said you have your finger on the pulse. You've been talking to people. Your listeners know what reality is on the ground. I mean, the Trafalgar poll a couple mornings ago that came out yesterday morning was making news that had us up one. The race couldn't possibly be any closer. So over the next six days, we need everyone who's listening to tell everyone you know. You're waking up. It's just after 8 a.m. in the morning. You have many hours in a long day today. Uh, Tell everyone, go out and you could do in-person early voting. But make sure straight through the polls closing at 9 p.m. on election night, we are doing everything in our power. It's a game of inches. And what you don't want to have happen is that the the results are are coming in after 9 o'clock on Tuesday, and you end up coming up 
just short, and then mm. we all are saying, oh, I wish we tried just a little bit harder. No, we're, we're going to campaign to the absolute max, running laps around Kathy Hochul. She deserves to get fired. We have to save the state. We know how to do it. Great advice. In fact, I was drafted by Andrew Giuliani to do a bunch of stuff for you coming up on Saturday, which I'm looking forward to doing. Uh, you heard those Kathy Hochul remarks with Al Sharpton over the weekend on MSNBC. Murders down, shootings down. Basically, this whole crime thing is in your head. This is a fear tactic that Lee Zeldin and Republicans are using to make sure they get your vote. Is she kidding me? I mean, really? This comes across as somebody who's not going to fix it. I mean, if she's not even going to acknowledge that there's an issue with crime, how can anyone out there expect her to solve this? What we want to hear is this is what's wrong. This is, you know, and I understand why you're concerned about it. These are my solutions to fix it. I'm going to do absolutely everything in my power with zero tolerance to make sure that we're ending it and we're taking back our streets. We're getting the opposite of it. Instead, we're getting lectured by Kathy Hochul as if we're just supposed to look away. There's nothing to see here. And at the debate last week, when I was talking about how question after question after question about crime, she still hadn't spoken about the whole lock up criminals aspect of criminal justice. And she says that she doesn't understand why this is so important to me. And when she says she doesn't understand why this is so important to me, she's saying she doesn't understand why this is so important to everyone. And then she goes on MSNBC this past weekend, and she's saying that this is just some conspiracy theory. Meanwhile, if you look year after year, there are all sorts of different categories of major crimes on our streets and their subways that have skyrocketed since last year. And she wants to make believe like none of that is happening. The videos you see with your eyes, that's not real. The pictures, the stories the stories from family, from friends who are telling you what they might have personally went through. Maybe someone out there actually experienced something themselves. And the, the, what she has decided, this is her political calculation, she is just going to try to convince us that everything is just <laughs> fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lady that spends a lot of time in Buffalo and not here in New York City where I am every day. And she's just lying. That's the bottom line. You know, I saw uh, some Assemblywoman Lee in Manhattan on Sunday, some lady, I don't know. And uh, somebody said to her, look, clearly the enthusiasm is on Zeldin's side. And she said, whoa, 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 slow down. She goes, women in this state are very excited that Hochul has a chance to be the first female, man, I'm sick of this, first female elected to the governor position. And let me tell you something, folks. We care about our bodies. We care about abortion. So there it was again, running on, A, the fact that she's a female and abortion, which you're not going to change. That's all I hear, Lee. That's it. Yeah, and this is a big strategic mistake by Cassie Hochul to ignore the issues that New Yorkers have said are the most important issues to them. And what we hear the most is that New Yorkers are talking about crime-related issues and economic-related issues. Of course, Kathy Hochul is not going to want to talk about her pay-to-play corruption. She's not going to talk about her COVID mandates and her lockdown policies uh, that she supported inside of schools. She doesn't want to talk about the state standardized test scores that came out last week that shows compared to the national average in other states that spend a heck of a lot less per pupil than we do. She's ignoring all of these other issues and thinking that she's just going to be able to distract to focusing on, you know, the former president, 
she's going to just distract to make it seem like I get elected and the on New York changes. The reality is that a few years ago, New York codified far more than Roe. We woke up the day after Dobbs. The law in New York was exactly the same as it was the day before, and I'm not going to change it. Now, she can't move on because she's decided that she is just going to hold to the lie, and and that's her way of just getting everybody else to just not focus yeah. on what is their breaking point in the state, the reason why they're thinking about leaving, the reason why New York is heading in the wrong direction, and why the state leads the entire country in population loss. She doesn't want to talk about any of it. Yeah. Well, you just nailed it. But I think we're third now. I think that uh, San Francisco and uh, one other city has moved ahead of us. But we are top three in terms of people moving. And that's the point right there. Hey, Kathy, sweetheart, if things are so great here, if crime is just our imagination, if the economy is doing great because you built it, if jobs are doing well, if Binghamton and Syracuse and Rochester are on the improve, why, why are people running out of this state to move to places like Vegas and Miami and other parts of California every single day? I mean, how can she possibly make an argument for that, Lee? How? I mean, she's patting herself on the back. And if this is the best that she can do, I mean, she's exposing herself in a whole other way. And by the way, when you refuse to talk about the issues that matter most to New Yorkers, then it only makes them more frustrated that your priorities are are out of whack, that you don't understand what people are most concerned about. You're not focused on what New Yorkers are most concerned about. And you can't expect things to get better. If Kathy Oakland has four more years and you have one-party rule up in Albany, we can't magically think that all of a sudden things are just going to start getting better. I mean, and if anyone out there wants to make the argument that since Kathy Hochul has taken over as governor in August of 2021, that somehow things have miraculously gotten better, not worse, <laughs> then, hey, listen, maybe, maybe she's your candidate. But I'll tell you what, every single person I speak to in the state if you pose them that question, they'll tell you that things have gotten worse in New York, not better since yep. she took over. And you could say the same thing about Joe Biden, her, you know, her, her man, her guy. The country has gotten worse under Joe Biden. New York has gotten worse under Kathy Hochul. Those are Democrats. That is not a, uh, a coincidence. By the way, this whole denier thing, Lee, now you've been categorized by Kathy Hochul as an election denier. You're a data denier. This whole denier thing is a new thing that's come about the last couple of weeks. More nonsense. Sounds good. Great. You got a word. But neither one of those are true when it comes to you. Neither one. Yeah, listen, I I mean, the the data speaks for itself. She's trying to call it some grand conspiracy that we're concerned about crime uh, and that the data doesn't hold up. But meanwhile, you have all different categories of crime that have gone up 30, 40 plus percent across New York City. And people don't want to be lectured to. And we were we went through this in the 80s and we were being told by elected officials that this was a perception. There is nothing to see here. And it wasn't until the early 90s that New Yorkers of all walks of life, Republicans, Democrats, independents, united as New Yorkers to save New York City in 1993 and to save New York state in 1994 and as i said last night when when i was in staten island and and rudy was there he gave a a great speech and andrew was there and we had the statewide candidates and and our our local candidates and you know with all due respect to prince and you know apologies in advance 
But I think that New York is ready to party like it's 1993 and 1994. <laughs> on I love it. I love it. And that's exactly what you did uh, Monday, I guess, in Westchester when you brought back George Pataki. It's been 16 years since a Republican has won that seat, which you're about to win on Tuesday. That was a great rally with Pataki and Youngkin uh, just a couple of days ago. On the way out, Lee, you said all along, it's very simple. If you get 30 to 35 percent of the city in New York, you're going to win this race. What are you hearing lately about the numbers there? So if we get less than 30% in New York City, we can't win this race. If you hit 30% in the city, then you can win the race, but you have to hit your, your goal number everywhere, all 62 counties. Now, if you're able to get 35% or more inside of New York City, then it starts to become difficult to lose, and each additional point relieves that pressure elsewhere. I mean, you get 37% of the vote in New York City, you win. Uh, you win statewide. So inside of the city, we really need turnout in uh, the, the areas that we'll do best in, Staten Island, Bay Ridge, Brighton Beach, Middle Village, Williamsburg, Crown Heights, Borough Park. I mean, that list goes on. There are pockets of votes where we're going to crush it. And then as far as the coalition efforts, I mean, we're, we're doing fantastic with the Dominican community, with the Orthodox Jewish community. Uh, we've made inroads. We're going to do better with the, the Asian American community and the black community. And we're still working on meeting more people. And we need all of our voters to show up. And there's a big enthusiasm gap. Uh, the polls have consistently shown us now polling in the 30s. So we don't want to get 30 percent anymore because that's that's the minimum. I want to see us get 35 percent or more. I would love for us to just win this race in in New York City, because we will hit the goal that we need everywhere else. Uh, and by the way, message to everybody else, it doesn't matter where you are in the state, anybody you know in all 62 counties, we need everyone everywhere doing everything in their power, taking nothing for granted. And then on Tuesday night, you get to watch, you get to listen to a concession speech by Kathy Hochul. But that is only if we are all working hard to be able to fire her and one party rule restore balance and common sense, secure our streets to make sure that we're winning this race on Tuesday. I look forward to uh, standing behind you, whatever hotel we're at in New York City next Tuesday night, when, in fact, uh, you're announced as the winner. We'll talk again one more time, Lee, before the actual day coming up next Tuesday. But take solace in this. Losing is not an option. We get that. Not an option. But you have run an energy-driven, tremendous campaign, and she's done nothing. She comes out of her hole once in a while and lies to the New Yorkers and about you. But you have run and just a tremendous campaign. So congratulations. We're proud of you. We'll talk again next week before Election Day. Keep up the good work, pal. I'll see you this weekend. Losing is not an option. Thanks, Sid. My man, losing is not an option. There he is, Congressman Lee Zeldin. And again, in my opinion, the next governor here in New York. If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law. 
Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.